All right, day 300, Joey, your president, abandoned our fellow Americans in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, and 313 days since he promised he'd never do that, and he's turned the page, as has everybody else in the mob and the media, and they don't talk about it. How would you feel if it was your family member, or maybe somebody you know that has a legitimate green card, thousands of those people were abandoned, uh, that has the right to live in this country? What if you were an Afghan ally? You were promised that if this day ever came, we would, we would take you out. What would you do then? I mean, how sad is all of that? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I told you this was going to be a disaster. David Axelrod called this right in terms of the, the, the two-hour extravaganza last night on every television network. The early ratings are in, and it's about half of what a Donald Trump... State of the Union speech would be. I mean, that's how, I mean, 21 million people. I mean, that is like next to nothing. So the idea, they came out of the box, and I knew within seconds that this was going to be a disaster for them. They had nothing. It was basically one more time to bludgeon Trump. But there were some interesting things that I picked up that came out of this that I don't think anyone else really picked up on. And number one, Liz Cheney admitting that this was all pre-planned. Now, if it was pre-planned... Then the question remains, the person responsible for the safety and security of the Capitol, that would be the Speaker of the House. That would be Nancy Pelosi. Why isn't she being called in and saying, well, you had this information. Why didn't you call up the National Guard? Nobody's going to ask her that question. Nobody's going to ask Muriel Bowser, who in writing rejected the National Guard being called up, that the president had authorized the day before she rejected it on January 5th. Then, of course, we have all of these instances now. And, it, and it's funny because she's, Liz also parsed words. She said, well, it's not true that Donald Trump called in the National Guard on January 6th. Nobody's making that claim. Nobody's making that claim. By that time, it was too late. The point was that he did authorize it, and we have four witnesses to the fact. Two of the witnesses I know testified to this under oath before her committee that would be the department of defense chief of staff cash patel and the acting secretary of defense chris miller they have all this information we have four of the five people in the room specifically recalling mark meadows himself donald trump himself cash patel the defense secretary chris miller that donald trump on january 4th authorized up to twenty thousand troops now they're admitting last night that the riot was pre-planned. So the next logical question is, why didn't they, if you knew this was coming, why didn't they act? That, that would be the next logical question. You know, and then the January 6th committee may, may consider why the Capitol wasn't prepared for a riot. They may do that. And then, of course, it became what we all knew it would be, another opportunity to just go after Donald Trump, bash Donald Trump, and the worst part of all of this is the fallout, because this, this ended up being a bomb, nothing, a regurgitation. But we have new video. It looks the same as all the other video out there. You know, as we were saying in live, real time on this radio program that day and on TV that night, this cannot happen in America. And if they cared about riots, they would have cared about the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. How many times do I have to say it? Dozens of Americans dead. You might remember the interview with Horace Lorenzo Anderson uh, Sr. He lost his son in the summer of love, Chaz Chop Autonomy Zone. 
uh, the spaghetti potluck dinner zone. This poor man lost his, his namesake, his, his son, that day. We stayed in touch with him. He's a wonderful man, and his, he'll never be the same because he lost his precious child. I mean, who would be the same? Um, and now we find out this, this, where did I see this earlier today? This was in Axios. Democrats apparently now are leaning on this committee hearing from last night in prime time. You know, all the major networks took it. You had fake news, CNN took it, and, and MSDNC took it. By the way, they get better numbers with a hearing than they do with their own programs by like fourfold. It's hilarious. And anyway, so anyway, it set off a debate in Washington. And they're now hoping that this will boost, according to Axios, the party's grassroots fundraising program. And now you have a a handful of top Democratic Party committees invoking this investigation in digital ads and in fundraising appeals. In other words, they're trying to raise money off of the hearings for the November elections. What's happening is the piece goes on party committees such as the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee have peppered supporters with ads and emails about the hearing this week. Quote, the January 6th panel announces eight hearings to be held in June, declared one DSCC email subject line. Uh, The message polled recipients about whether they'd watch, then directed them to their fundraising page. The DCC, uh, the DCCC is 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 now using its organized chair, January 6th committee member Jamie Raskin, to fill out fundraising appeals with emails, digital ads featuring the Maryland Democrat trying, uh, tying donation appeals to the investigation. Oh, so we're going to fundraise off this? Oh, okay. If they cared about riots, if they cared, where's the committee for the summer of 2020? Riots. If they care about real security, if they don't want this to ever happen again, and by the way, I don't want it to ever happen again. I don't want the riots in the summer of 2020 to ever happen again. You know how you do that? You refund the police. You stop dismantling the police. You give the police the necessary tools to do the job, and, and that would include uh, crowd, dis, dis, you know, getting rid of big crowds using tear gas or whatever you have to use, the normal tools uh, to disperse crowds like that. Um, it's not that complicated. I would also give police officers more training. I would give police officers more options. I've, I've talked at length about a product that I've purchased many, many times. I've given them away as gifts to people. And it's called a burner gun, B-Y-R-N-A. And it shoots projectiles with two tear gases. No, one tear gas and two pepper sprays. And it incapacitates somebody if they break into your home. And the good news, if, if law enforcement has it, I, I can literally hit a target 40 feet away. Um, it's simple to use. Anybody can use it. And it works. And it gives police a non-lethal option. If they make a mistake, the person's not dead. If they make a mistake, the person just needs to rinse out their eyes. And it's just like being tear gassed. Not exactly ideal. You don't want any of these situations. But knowing the reality, crime exists. You would, you would go there. Anyway, so that's what they're doing, but it's, um, you know, they plan to prove Trump's culpability here. If Donald Trump organized, planned, orchestrated all of this the way they are trying to make this narrative go, then you got to ask the question, why did he authorize 20,000 troops to be called up? And if you really want to prevent it from happening again, 
Why don't you get the Speaker of the House, Muriel Bowser, the Sergeant at Arms in the House, the Sergeant at Arms in the Senate, the Capitol Police Chief, who three days before started asking for the guard himself after a revised threat assessment talked about specific instances of chatter about violence on that day. Why don't you bring those people in? The only people they want to bring in are people that are going to bludgeon conservatives and bludgeon Trump and bludgeon Trump supporters. You know, it's just another, you know, the third impeachment of Trump. That's all this is. And it, it just was a thud. It was a dud. It was dull. It was boring. It was a rehash of everything we've already known. We learned nothing new except they're admitting that they, which is pretty amazing, actually, that it was all pre-planned. Now find the people responsible for planning it. Find the people responsible for breaking the law and hold them accountable. But I'd also add to that, go back to the summer of 2020. You still have video footage of a lot of crimes being committed. And let's go back and arrest every person involved in the rioting that took place all that summer. And the people involved in arson. And the people that were throwing bricks and rocks and bottles and Molotov cocktails at cops. And the people burning down police precincts. Let's get all of those people and let's arrest them too. I mean, it's not that hard. Let's refund the police, stop dismantling the police, give them more training, give them more options. I like that burner gun option, which is non-lethal. Give them, give them the tools that they need to do their job the right way. You can't pursue happiness if you don't have law and you don't have order. You can't pursue happiness if you don't have safety and security. You know, these are things we can do, just like we can protect every kid in every school in this country. We can have undercover armed, trained, retired police, retired military, and they can protect our kids. One point of entry, no side doors open, and also metal detectors in every school. We can do it if we want to. In other words, provide our children the exact same protection that we give our elected officials, the same protection that Hollywood stars can afford for themselves. It's unbelievable. Um, now moving on to the economy, we'll spend a lot of time on this today. Uh, we're only going to do little quick check-ins on some of the races around the country. Tuesday is the primary in Nevada, um, and Adam Laxalt will check in for a few minutes today. Uh, Dr. Oz declared the winner in Pennsylvania. Uh, we'll just give you a little preview of his matchup against a uh, Democrat. By the way, Ber Bernie Sanders' twin, a guy by the name of, oh, what's his, John Fetterman is his name. Um, and I want to introduce you to a really cool guy, former combat, decorated combat vet who's running uh, for a district in Chicago, one of the Chicago suburbs that we really like. We'll, we'll do quick hits. We'll take a lot of calls today. Um, there's nothing that I can tell you in terms of the economy being good. It just isn't. And I don't know if I'm making a mistake by telling you this. By the way, gas prices now went up again yet today. The national average is $4.98 a gallon. Yesterday, the Dow, in anticipation of the inflation numbers, consumer price index numbers, uh, lost 600 additional points. What, what's the Dow at now, Linda? I don't have it up on my TV. You know? You got to look. Let me know as soon as you do. Just feel free to dive in. Um, and, and you see Joe Bu down to another 640. So in the last two days, it's down, you know, 1,240. And by the way, most Americans, you have an IRA, if you have any type of money in the stock market, any retirement account, guess what? You're losing money. When you look at the actual amount of money, and I'll give it to you, the numbers to you later, it's phenomenal. It's so dramatically high, it's frightening. 
If you look at your retirement account, you're going to have a heart attack. Don't even look at it right now. Anyway, job uh, claims rise, they say, quote, unexpectedly. Uh, anyway, for the first week of June, 229,000, uh, upwardly, upwardly revised, 202,000 a week earlier. Uh, two-thirds of Americans now expect Biden's inflation crisis is going to get worse. I agree with the two-thirds. The Biden inflation nightmare just got worse as the Labor Department earlier today, as we knew it would happen, uh, pointed out the consumer price index, inflation index, increased to 8.6%. That is a record high. That is, by the way, marking the fastest rise in inflation since December of 1981 and was also up from April's consumer price index which was slightly below the previous 40-year high that was reached in March. So here we go. We're going in the wrong direction. Um, and the co cost of a gallon of gasoline now, $4.98. Do you ever think you'd have that? We were paying two thirty-nine dollars a gallon when Joey took office. Two, and he's begging the Saudis, begging OPEC, begging Venezuela, begging Iran. How stupid can these Democrats be? How locked in are they to this climate alarmist religious cult of theirs? It's insanity. This is a form of insanity. It's not going to work. Listen, I've got to tell you, there's only one week left. Genucel, our friends at Chamonix, there's summer clearance sales going on. Now you can save over 60% on Genucel's most popular package at Genu at, when you go to Genucel.com. If you order today, you'll get Genucel's dark spot corrector to visibly reduce those dark sunspots absolutely free. Now, the Genucel dark spot corrector uses these special peptides to visibly reduce the appearance of dark spots, age spots, and even sunspots with the summer here. Uh, Linda, you've been using this. You said it works amazingly well. It does, especially in these summer months. The sun is strong. You need to protect your skin. Do it with a company that's family-owned and operated right here in America. Chamonix Genucel products are phenomenal, and they work. Go to Genucel.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, Genucel.com slash Sean. Enter my name at checkout. You get extra summer savings. You can also sign up at checkout for an extra 10% off with their class rewards program. Anyway, Genucel.com slash Sean from our friends at Chamonix.